Hey guys, welcome back to We Missed Out. I'm Bea. I'm Stephanie. And we have a special guest. And I'm Alana. Hey, Alana. <laughs> Got both my sisters here. Yeah, y'all might not realize it, but Stephanie has a black sister that y'all didn't know about. And it's me. Oh. If if they knew about my my Mr. T days, they would not be surprised. <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's yeah. a completely different episode, right? There. That is that is an episode coming soon, hopefully. <laughs> yes, yes. With your actual brother. Yes. Listen, we're having him as a guest for that one, so he can tell Stephanie what it's really like. For he's living my dream. That's the dream I had when I was little. So your he's dream living it. is to be a six three black man with uh, jewelry and chains and. You know, they told us we could be anything we wanted to be when we were little. And it, it was that or a dinosaur. So at this point, I would have chosen <laughs> a dinosaur. I mean. <laughs> so what's been going on this week? For me, yeah. Well, we went to a new doctor for the boys where I had a meltdown because they were being like insane and they were taking way too long for them to get back there. And we ended up spending two hours there and I was just like ready to cry by the end of it. Yeah. And then. Like doctor's office. Huh? Sounds like a doctor's office. But at least they had toys in the room that only Axel could play with because God forbid, Caleb touch them. <laughs> As long as he didn't lick anything this time. He didn't, thank God. Because I don't thing. need any more plagues. Are, are they licking things at the yes. doctor's office? Wow. Yes. Okay. That's, that's okay, why... so technically it's not the doctor's office that he licked something at. It's his speech therapy <laughs> office. Okay. So it's not like where the kids are actually sick. They're just going for like speech or occupational therapy. Right. So they're not sick, but there's still germs. <laughs> um, Kids under the age of 10 all have germs. Like, they're just walking piles of germs. Over the we age of 10, it's a different yesterday. type of germs. Mm, I agree. You did an Easter egg hunt? Yeah, the neighborhood had an Easter egg hunt, and we went to that. Um, Calum got, like, five eggs. Axel mm-hmm. refused to participate. He said he wanted to see the Easter bunny. Then I took him to see the Easter bunny. He said, no, no Easter bunny. So, you know, it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) We, I didn't, well, AJ was here this weekend. He, um, this is his last, pretty much last weekend in Texas. Next weekend, he'll still be in Texas, but he's going to be doing his processing stuff before he heads out. Um, So he came to visit. I bought the boys Easter baskets, just like little filled with candy and he left it he forgot his whole basket full of candy like i thought he'd at least take the candy out and take it home with him he left it so i get extra candy um as far as an easter egg hunt goes we've been finding chicken eggs all over the yard because uh tank keeps going into the coop and stealing the eggs so we caught him on video aaron caught him on video yesterday morning coming out of the coop with an egg in his mouth eggs are expensive so i don't blame I mean, we can't do anything with them now because the dogs are eating them, so. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Alana? Anything new going on? Man, I have had the busiest week. I went to Austin spontaneously on Friday night. 
Um, I said I was just going for the ride and ended up spending quite a bit of money. Um, but it's all worth it. You know, Sephora does it every time. Um, I found some other stores. And, and of course, we had to eat our way through Austin, which I also said I wasn't going to do. Um, so it's it's been a pretty busy weekend, but I'm happy to be here today. I'm glad you made it. <laughs> we did we did a lot of eating this weekend too. We started the weekend off Friday night at Cheesecake Factory, which mm-hmm. that place is it's gotten super expensive. Yeah. And food's not great. But I say that because I had to I had to have fish and I'm not a fish eater and it was, you know, it's it's Lent and it's Friday. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a big bill. The good thing about them is they continuously add to their menu. So it's all, they're always adding so much new stuff. So yeah, that's how they, that's how they get you. Yep. Did you get free dessert though for your birthday? I did not. I did not. We didn't have the best, um, the best service. They messed up our phone number and we were waiting forever to get seated. Mm -hmm. And then when we finally did get seated, like our waitress kind of disappeared a few times and took a long time to even get our drink orders so we were just tired at that point, I would have like demanded a free something for my birthday and I had to put on real pants to go so oh, not real pants. yeah real pants jeans I had to take off my leggings and go put some pants on so I guess that just put me not in the best mood to have to be there <laughs> I'm never in a good mood when I have to put pants on yeah so so I, I don't otherwise. put real pants on. I only wear workout clothes. Yeah. That's just my life. I but. mean, I am without pants. When I say pants, I mean, like, I'm bottomless. I just don't like <laughs> pants. <laughs> That's the joys of living on your own. Yeah. Not having to answer to anybody when you're walking across the room without pants on. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. No. It's oh, my bad. gosh. Bottomless. I almost put a video up because we were cracking up. Axel has, like, when he gets naked to get in the tub or to change clothes, he either throws his clothes down from upstairs or he kicks off his underwear and pants. And he did one or the other, and his underwear are on our ceiling fan in the living room. (laughs) And we don't know how to get them down. Because it's not on the fan part. It's on, like, the light fixture part. Oh God! Please take a take a video. Oh, I have a video. I'm like Axel, where are your underwear? And he's like, up there. <laughs> mm. What the hell, dude? He sounds like somebody I know by the name of Bea. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's definitely his mother's son, isn't he? God, no. Pretty soon we're going to have, instead of having Bayaisms, we're going to have Axelisms. Well, we do. We have lots of them. Like, he calls rhinoceroses. He calls them rhinosauruses. That sounds like they're dinosaurs of some sort. It, it sounds it's accurate. <laughs> and then the other day, instead of accident, he said it was an accident. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's a legend. There was an, he had an accident. I was He's like, so oh. Cute. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
my friend brought me cupcakes for my birthday to school and she's like i brought you your favorite flavor not strawberry (laughs) (laughs) he he yelled at aaron he told him no strawberry when he was asking what flavor cake that i was gonna have for my birthday aaron started saying strawberry he said no strawberry (laughs) so he's something he's so cute i miss him already all right, should we get into our, our episode this week about reality TV? Yeah, let's do this. So this week we all chose a reality show and a couple of episodes so we could convince each other to watch that show. I chose Bake Squad. Mm-hmm. I Alana chose, chose Married at First Sight. And, and I chose Steph- Old Enough. Because I don't watch reality TV. Like, I just, I don't. I used to watch Mass Singer, but Ah. after a couple of seasons, I was over it. Or not over it, just I don't watch live TV enough to keep up with things. Mm -hmm. So watching reality TV the day after, like competition shows the day after, isn't the same. Because then you hear stuff on the radio or you'll see stuff. So I just, I can't get into it anymore. Well, Alana and I both love reality shows. Absolutely. I think we might be obsessed. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's our age. Our age group really enjoys our reality shows. Bravo is like made for our age group. I think reality shows kind of took off around the early 2000s while you all were in high school. That's true. Aside from the real world and road rules, there weren't any other reality shows up until probably the early 2000s. When Laguna Beach came out. Laguna Beach and then the competitions like American Idol and everything similar to it. Yeah. So I think maybe that's also why I'm not as into it as you all are because you, you, it started in your formative years, like you were learning things, you were becoming adults, and you're watching these other new adults on TV doing things. I think that's that's, that's my theory. So that is true. I like how this podcast gets scientific too. <laughs> we're all about the science, especially when it comes to dinosaurs. I will say, um, watching these shows the next day has been hard for me because I had UVerse. And UVerse, as everybody knows, is way too expensive. So I said, okay, I'll give it up and I'll watch it the next day. After day nine, I felt like I was losing my mind. Like the ceiling fan was pouring me a cup of coffee. That's how (laughs) out of my mind I was. Um, But again, I'm also like always on Twitter always on Instagram so everything gets spoiled so it got to the point where I have to like not get on Instagram until the next night because everything would just be ruined so that's that's what I feel with like like I was so into the mass singer for what maybe the first three seasons and then I just we switched from from live tv to streaming and I couldn't get back into it with the streaming like we have YouTube TV, but it's still an app and not just TV. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. So I I don't keep up with what's going on live, except for 
for uh, 911 and 911 Lone Star. And I really, really thought about putting those as my reality TV shows and seeing if you all would go along with it. Okay. Like, no. that would have been I funny. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not. But hey, Rob Lowe. Because I love my reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> but we could have talked about it as if it was a cop's style show. Like, we could have talked about it like it was real. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> dang i'm so obsessed with reality tv it is ridiculous like i'm so obsessed that i'm even watching farmer wants a wife at this point whoa like whoa. i know oh it's, no and it's awful but i can't stop watching it be careful who you yeah. i'm probably gonna unfollow you on instagram now that you said that shut up <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you're not no. allowed to unfollow me from anything. Okay. <laughs> so, what reality yeah. shows are you watching right now, Alana? Oh my God, I'm watching everything. I'm watching what's got my attention the most is the current season of Married at First Sight, which you are behind. Okay. On. I am um, behind. But then there's also Love Is Blind on Netflix. Which I'm still kind of behind on that one too, but I'm watching it. Um, they just released like three new episodes that we just finished watching earlier today. And it's, they should have honestly just stopped after season one. After they gave us, um, who is it? Cameron and what's her name? Um, Can't think of their names. I know who you're talking about. And they're yeah. like the only one couple that's. It's gone downhill after that i mean of course it's still fun to watch but you know i think that's what makes it fun to watch is them all going downhill right 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 those are my two biggest that i'm keeping up with is married at first sight and then i also watch um do you watch have you ever watched ready to love on own no oh that's full of drama also um and then when have you seen the preview, the trailer for Housewives of Atlanta? I have not, but did you see that they're coming out with a summer house in Martha's Vineyard? I did see that. And it looks good. <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening because I have no idea what any of Stephanie these shows are. doesn't know anything about reality TV. Nothing. Have you even heard, you've heard of the Housewives franchise? I've, I've heard of them. I've just, never I've watched never watched episode. any of them. Wow. Never watched any. Have you watched the girls trip yet? The new no, one? I have not. They brought Portia back for that. It's good. I'm seeing all of her tweets. Portia and Giselle are teaming up together and it's, it's greatness. I, I like it. I can't imagine them together, but I'm happy. It's watch. great. Okay, so let's get into our actual <laughs> episode. Let's. So, what do you want to start with? Fake Squad, Old Enough, or Married at First Sight stuff? Uh, let's start with Big Squad, because that's the one I that watched. Um, that's the one I watched yesterday. Okay, so I started watching this just because I was out of TV shows that I had already watched all my DVR stuff and I put it on while I was taking my bath because I can watch my TV from my tub <laughs> and that's just kind of how it, I got sucked into it so I will say this big squad I 
is something that I probably would have watched if I ran out of stuff to watch because I do like baking competitions. Like I loved Nailed It. That's mm-hmm. right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like on I I don't know the the Food Channel whenever they do the big like holiday Christmas and oh, Halloween those competitions. those baking competitions. I like that. I I do like competitive things very competitive so i do like that kind of stuff every now and then i'll watch something like the ninja warrior um steph curry had a golf show the it mini was like golf miniature show? golf yes it was like extreme miniature golf mm, i love you, that show <laughs> okay i i watched that i don't remember what it's called but i would watch that every now and then so if it's a competition i'm more likely to watch it so the big squad kind of brought me in Lana, do you watch competition shows? Not really, honestly. I, I, so Bake Squad is a show that I probably would have gotten into had I like been visiting somebody and they had that on the TV. Then I would have probably gotten into it then, but I don't think it would have, like, I don't think I, I can't see myself just sitting and watching those shows. I don't know why, as much of a foodie as I am, it just, I don't know if it just like pisses me off and I just want everything that they're making right then and there and I can't have it, so I just avoid watching it. I don't know what it is, but I really enjoyed it. Like those episodes, um, I, they're really creative. Yes, yeah, so, it, it's amazing what they can do with food. Right, right. The ones that won, I always agreed with them winning on the on the show because well like when Christoph made the drum set mm, that was really cool for the wedding I was what didn't look like a wedding cake whatsoever I totally thought that Gonzo was gonna win because it was the only one that actually looked like a wedding cake yeah yeah and then they picked the drum set and I was like I would want the drum set cake just for me personally <laughs> So I have. I mean, questions. I probably wouldn't even share it. I would eat it all. So I have questions. Since I didn't watch from episode one, and then I noticed it's the same four people in season two as well as season one. Mm. So this is this is a group. They're they're competing against each other, but they're not like being knocked out like other competition shows. Is that correct? No, they're just competing to be the person that does for that event. Okay. Second question. They're tasting the cakes. They're cutting into these cakes or, you know, uh, I drums. <laughs> Do they have to make a second exact yep. replica? Yes. Oh, that would <laughs> yes. suck. No. The only I thing like I that. don't understand about this show is where do all these cakes go? Because there's a whole shit ton left. They probably don't get the crew. Eaten. They probably feed the crew and everyone around them in like the other buildings. I'm sure they don't throw it away. I would like to be part of that crew. Me too. <laughs> okay. That's, I was wondering about that. It's like, they, do they really have to recreate these things after, like... Yep. Uh, I do like the fact that they're not all making just cake. Like, other mm-hmm. competitions, is just cake. Like, like, the drums were candy, essentially. It was all chocolate and sugar, chocolate. so... Um, I like that. I thought the cats were weird. 
The cats are weird. Uh, I uh, thought the bread pudding was weird for me. It looked delicious. That was weird. I love bread pudding. And I was like, I wouldn't want that as my wedding cake. No. It was, I mean, aside from the little flowers inside the sugar that she broke into pieces, that like the shards, there was nothing wedding about it. Yeah. 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 I don't like remember what Gonzo's looked like. On the episodes that I watched, she was like, I was kind of ranking them in my head, like who I would put first, second. She, her name is Maya, right? Maya. Kamel. Yeah. Yes. She was. I don't know. She was like always last place for me. I was not feeling her combinations that much. She brings the flavor. I think think she's bringing like different flavors. It's not just here's your cake. It's like these are all the other pastries I can make. These are all the flavors I can give you. But like the the decorativeness isn't quite there. And I think that's what I like the baklava thing that she did for the baby reveal. So the baby reveal, I, she wasn't my top because that would be just too much waiting for people to dig through it to get to the sonogram. And I'm too impatient for that. I'd be like serving big old plates here. Look what's at the bottom. Um, I don't think I would have gotten the reaction that she, I don't think the reaction she was hoping for would have happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me on that one, um, Gonzo is who won for me. I understand why they picked, it was Kristoff who won it, right? Yes. Yeah. The crib. Why they picked him, but Gonzo, like, it, it had more of a wow factor to me. Like, but that baby was creepy as fuck. It, yes. The baby was creepy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, I wasn't sure if we could cut. Yes, that baby's creepy as <laughs> fuck. But, like, for me personally, his reveal would have, like, really had me be like, oh, my God, what? It would have been, like, the most wow factor of all of them. I kind yeah. of wish, remember, um, Ashley? The No, the remember the little box with the cake that I gave, that I got you, that gave you a heart attack with the flying butterflies? Yes, yes I, don't know I if do you remember that. that. Alana, but... I sent my sister a birthday cake and it was, um, it comes in a little surprise box. And when you open up the lid, it opens up and these butterflies fly out. I've seen those. Yes. So my sister almost had a heart attack, <laughs> but it was worth it. It was so cute. It's awful. It, it's cute. Oh, um, it is, I love it. So uh, I kind of wish something like that because the box opened in that same style. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish something came out like confetti with, you know, pink and blue confetti. Candy confetti. Sure. Yeah, something. And then a little sign that said baby or maybe like the cake said baby. That The baby was creepy. I don't want to cut into creepy. something shaped like a baby or a human. Yeah, I don't want to cut into that. That's true. You're right. Um, but that I will was, say that Kristoff's crib made me totally want to have another baby just so I could have a baby shower and have that made so I could eat the chocolate crib. No, I'm good. I'll just go buy cupcakes. (laughs) (laughs) I felt bad for uh, Ashley when her baby didn't come out. Oh, I know. She tried so hard. Yeah. I want that to work for her. She made so many, like, practice cakes, too. I know. Because that that would have been a good surprise. 
like that's unsuspecting you cut it open and then there's a word and that would have been cute but I couldn't figure out how she would have gotten it to work all the way around like you had to cut it from a specific place for it to work right Mm -hmm. that's just my brain okay y'all have y'all ever watched Grace and Frankie yes I have not you know the episode where they did the the gender reveal for the cake for Bud and um Allison oh it's been a while I don't remember that Oh, it reminds me of that because they had a cake reveal um, for their, I'm sorry, they had a cake for their gender reveal. And so everybody gets there and then they cut into the cake and it's either supposed to, of course, be blue or pink. And they cut into it and they can't tell what color it is. Like it turned out to be some sort of green and neither of them knew the gender of the baby because it was supposed to be revealed by the cake so then they get on the phone they're trying to call the doctor and everything it reminded me of that it was a disaster i got nervous i just saw a tiktok where there's a family they're doing the gender reveal with cupcakes at a restaurant and all the cupcakes are plain there's only one that tells the gender Uh and everyone at the table has taken a bite opened up their cupcake and there's nothing they're all vanilla and so they still have a bunch of cupcakes. So they start passing them out to random people at other tables that want to join in. And there's 24 cupcakes. And it isn't until the 24th cupcake that it finally shows the color that it's a girl. And it's a random stranger sitting at the table, you know, three, four tables down that finally opened that cupcake. I was like, that that would have broken my heart. <laughs> That I've never been patient enough to do a gender reveal. Like I have to know as soon as possible when I was pregnant mm-hmm. and it would have broken my, like y'all would have been like, you would have seen the tears that came out of my eyes. The first time I was told I was having a boy because they didn't stop for days. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the second time I just, I found out, from the doctor when I was at, when I was like nannying, I had gone back up to Dallas to help out for a week and the doctor called and they told me, and I was like, it's a boy. (laughs) (laughs) God, I remember you really wanted a girl, but damn. I cried for days. We came and went like, I was just, it was random. I would remember that I was having a boy and I'd start crying again. Damn. You just got to remember, you didn't have to buy anything extra, anything new. You still had like baby clothes that you could continue to use. So. That's yeah. right. You both have boys only. Yep. Wow. There's no girls in our family. Wow. <laughs> it's, everyone has boys. Yeah. I have five nephews. Yes. I have one honorary niece mm-hmm. and that's it it's a fr- my friend's daughter i'm i'm the only neither her or her husband have siblings so i'm the only aunt Aww. and that's my only niece yeah. but i'd yeah, like to have a girl place. i'd like to not get pregnant though <laughs> i'm good i can wait to be a grandma in like maybe 20 years 15 years a long time <laughs> from now a very long time from now. Mm. Yeah. You're going to make AJ wait till he's 40 to have a kid. <laughs> mm. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can wait for all that. I'm good. I'm good being Aunt Fifi and not Grandma Fifi. Aunt Fifi. Aww. Yep. I'm everyone's Aunt Fifi. Where does Fifi yeah. from then? My oldest nephew could not say Stephanie. Okay. Best he could get out was Fifi. So I've been Fifi for the last going on 21 years. <laughs> yep. So I'm good with it. Cute. Yeah. But I thought the the cakes were cute. The gender reveals were cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the fire, the firefighter one. Mm. Yes. I was a little disappointed with the winner. I thought it was cute. Ashley, okay. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was cute, but I liked Gonzo's locker. I felt it was a lot more sentimental. Mm-hmm. It was. It was really sweet. I liked it with mm, the pictures yeah. that were edible. and. I felt like the dog, the dog was really cute. But it was kind of generic. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I didn't understand was Kristoff's. I don't did remember he, what he did. He, he did, did a garden. A vegetable garden. Huh. Okay. Maybe that's why get I didn't it. remember. Aw. <laughs> <Maybe that's laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, pies, the pies were different. Yeah. But there were, I think it was just like too much and it was again showing off everything she can do yes flavor wise but not decorative wise yes okay this is why she is i would love to try her her desserts and her cakes and her pies because they're so different but it just kind of seems like what they're going for in these episodes she's kind of doing her own thing so she's not hitting the mark she's not hitting the mark fam she's not <laughs> um but yeah for me Kristoff won because he got me with that deconstructed apple pie that was I think it was shaped like cabbage or something yes it was the cabbage and then he had the carrot that looked just like a real carrot but it was really like carrot cake carrot inside. cake it was, oh, cute. was so creative for me. Why did I not I remember understand that? how it went along with the firefighter theme? Well, because they said that the guy, I can't remember his name, the one they were celebrating, but I think in his spare time, he really enjoys gardening and stuff. So his garden is like a major part of, am I lying? No, yeah. I think that you're right. Like right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I just thought that they were celebrating him becoming chief or something true so it should be something to do with firefighter stuff yeah Yeah. but yeah i think i i think gonzo he was the winner for me i just felt like it was more sentimental and it hit the mark for the celebration which one was his again gonzo the locker and it had like all the firefighter stuff and it had his photos of his family and yeah yeah that's the one that's the one I would have picked. And I'm an expert at firefighters because I watch all the firefighter shows on TV. <laughs> That's why I have no time to watch reality TV because I'm watching 911 and Lone Star 911 and Station 19 and pretty much anything else with firefighters in it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I do it out of um, just 
for educational purposes because my nephew's mm-hmm. a firefighter and I like to give him tips and, and hints at like, you know, these are things you need to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. You know, I'm going like, to call BS. <laughs> Damn. I she mean, watches Rob Lowe Lone helps. Star because of Rob Lowe. He's beautiful. That's understandable. He's he's a very beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> he is pretty. Fight me, Bea. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to okay. your reality show that you picked, Steph. Okay. So, again, I don't watch a whole lot of reality shows. But sometime last year, I think it was during the summer, I found this show called Old Enough. Mm. And it ta- it's th- – so, first off, this show has been filming since 1991. It still currently films. So, even though Netflix only has two seasons, there's like a million seasons. And apparently the original show, it on Netflix, they cut them down to like 10, 15 minute episodes. The original show is a lot longer. They don't edit it down as much as they do for Netflix. Mm-hmm. So season two, which I haven't finished, I've watched a couple of episodes in, they're going back and talking to some of their original kids who are now in their late 20s, early 30s. So... That was kind of neat. Anyway, the three episodes I picked were my favorites from season one. Um, episode two. That's the, the little boy. His name is Yuda. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he is four years old. And so essentially, Old Enough is about these tasks, these kids going on their very first errands. In Japan, when you are between the ages of three and seven, you get sent off to the market on your own. Something we don't do here in America. I still don't think I could send my 15-year-old off to the store by himself and have him make it all the way over there and come back with exactly what I asked for. (laughs) You can't. I can't. Well, yesterday I sent both boys, because AJ was here, I sent them both for dog food and they came back with like all the little Debbie cakes, the oatmeal pies and the Easter cakes and um, sodas and everything else. And then the dog food came too, but it was not the right brand. Mm. So I was about to say, are the dogs about to eat little Debbie cakes? I, of course not. That's for me. Okay. <laughs> um, so the first kid, he's four years old. He is helping with his family um, in their like orange orchid, orchid. I, why can't I say orchard? Orchard. They're in the orchard and their home is less than a mile away. So his task, his very first task on his own is to go make orange juice for the family. So they set him up with a little pouch that has his microphone in it. And they've got people hidden around with their cameras following him. So this kid makes it home. And the first thing you see when he opens his door into the house is that every single wall in the house is covered. (laughs) Yes. He has written all over, just drawn all kinds of crazy pictures, scribbled all over the wall. Like, this kid runs his house. I don't know what his parents are doing. It gave me so much anxiety watching that. I was like, oh. (laughs) So he makes it to his house. And he gets in there and he starts, like, playing around. And he detours back outside with a butterfly net and starts chasing around a dog. Mm Mm-hmm. For like 20 minutes. 
makes his way back inside. His mom calls to check on him because now she's worried because he hasn't shown back up yet. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, mom. Hangs up on her. He finally makes orange juice and he makes not even a full cup. Yeah. He's supposed to be bringing orange juice for the whole family. And he's got like three ounces worth of orange juice and he heads back with the three ounces and they're all so proud of him. And I'm just thinking these poor, poor people, that kid is insane. The fact that they started crying when he actually like went home, it tells you he's a handful. Like they were proud that he even like, that he even made it. I think they were probably in shock that he made it with that much orange juice. Because that kid was nuts. Oh my God. They were crying like when, before he got back, when was it? Was it he was on his way to the house or after she talked to him on the phone? I remember them cutting to the mom and she was just crying like, oh my God, I can't believe he made it. And like they cut to some other lady and she was crying too. Like they were just so blown away <laughs> that he made it to the house. Like uh, I was I, cracking up, but it had been over an hour of him being gone, and he's running back, going, "I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late." Oh, yes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. He was too much. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine sending Axel like just down the street to make orange juice? Like being at the park and sending him home. No, Axel, I mean, he knows his way to and from the park. So I wouldn't be, like, remiss if he made it home on his own going to the from the park. But I wouldn't trust him. <laughs> How do you pronounce this kid on this show? Was it y- Yuda? I think it's Yuda. Yuda? Yeah. So I wasn't born yet when Sterling was that age, but he is exactly what I envisioned Sterling to be like. <laughs> exactly for the team. Oh, that's funny. So y'all are, y'all are the same amount apart as Bea and I are. Yes. Yeah. I am 36. Sterling is 41. Don't tell our age. I'm speaking on You're you. You're not 36. I am 36. <clears throat> Shut up. How old did you think I was? My age. How old are you? 37. Not yet. Next month, I'll be 37. Oh, so you're one of the younger ones. I am. From our group. I am, I am. I need to mark that on the calendar so you can get one of the scary butterfly cakes. Ooh! (laughs) We're going to have to send one of those to you. But I'm not going to warn you when it's there. I'll see that it's from you and I'll... Okay, I'll send it from Bea so you can blame her when you have your heart attack. <laughs> you know, and what's horrible about that is I realized that I have a very unsettling scream. And I <laughs> scream for everything. Like if somebody like if somebody opened the door right now and was like, boo, then I would scream in the scream that I it's not scram. The scream that I will scream will be very unsettling. Yeah, I have one of those kind of screams too. It's not like the dainty, like, yeah. like scary movie girl screams. No, this is like yeah. <laughs> primal, I'm going to rip off your head for scaring me screams. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I've scared my husband when he's tried to scare me. Yeah. By the way, I scream. I have a compilation video on my Instagram of me screaming, and it's so it's it's funny. It makes me laugh every time I see it. Like <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I have a dainty scream. I'm yeah. sure. No, I don't. Um, even my angry yelling at the boys yell isn't even like. They're just like, look at me like, okay, whatever, mom. <laughs> I could believe that. No. I'm just not a big, my voice isn't big. Oh, no. I, yeah, I yell, I scream. You, you laugh whenever you try and scream. So <laughs> me? Nobody will really take you serious. Yeah, you, you, you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just turns funny. <laughs> So then we have the Naoki and Sienna. I think that? it was like Sienna. And that's how, how they were saying it. So these two, these are three-year-olds that um, one of the, the little boy, Naoki, his family owns a little shop, a stand, something um, along a main street where there's a temple. And their task is to go up to the temple um, on their way, they're supposed to buy some dumplings from the soy house. And then they're supposed to go to the temple and buy amulets. And on the way back, they're supposed to buy some other kind of snack and make their way back. Dango. And what was it? Dango. There we go. So I couldn't remember what it was called, (laughs) but they're best friends. They've been best friends since they're born. They were born. And you can tell he's kind of bossy and all over the place and she's more reserved. But they have to go up. There's two sets of of stairs. There's the men's stairs and the women's stairs. And the men's stairs have 202 steps. I would have said, fuck this. Go get it yourself. Right. Even at three. So <laughs> they're they're running down the street. They know their way. They know their way all around these little towns so they go up the stairs they stop at the dumpling the the dumpling house the soy house and it's closed so he starts trying to go back but i guess like the cameramen get them to open the shop for for them and they get their dumplings and then they make their way up to up the stairs and she starts going up the stairs like normal and he starts climbing up the side of the stairs that have like these bigger steps it's like where the plants are yeah he was telling her it was easier that way that that's that's a boy set of mine that no no okay let's just climb for real i was thinking he's gonna fall he is just gonna fall and it's not little steps to fall down it's these big old gaps right especially like in the background the narrator was like oh yeah these steps are very difficult for adults and i'm like they're only three (laughs) Yeah, but they made it all the way to the top and there's a festival going on. Did you, I I was cracking up when he says, there's so many pretty girls and the little girl just looks at him like, did you really tell me that? Oh, <laughs> it was cute. And then they get balloons, they're given balloons and he complains the whole time because he got a red balloon and not a pink balloon mm. or he got a yellow balloon. One of them got a yellow, one of them got a red and he really wanted a pink balloon. Mm-hmm. So 
they make their way to the other little restaurant to pick up their meals and the owner of the restaurant gives them free meals on the house. It cracked me up that he knew what on the house meant because he's asking, are these, are these on the house? And she's like, yes, yes, they're free. They're on the house. So (laughs) they ate and then they went back down through the, um, through the women's steps and they make their way back. And right as they're getting, she's telling him the entire time, don't run. They told us not to run. They told us not to run. And they're steps away from the shop and they're running and she falls and hurts herself and drops their dumplings. It's shit. Her cry was so. (laughs) Yeah. sad. It was so, she's so cute. Oh my goodness. They're just, it just amazes me that, they are allowed to do these things and how safe it was for them. So I looked up the dates. The The date that Yuta was filmed was 2008. Um, the date Naoki and Sienna were filmed was in also in 2008. So these kids were right around um, a year or two younger than AJ. So... I can't even imagine sending him off on these these trips. AJ would have been would have been four at the time that these were filmed. Mm. And I can't even imagine like sending him down the street to do these things. Just three houses down? I don't know. I read an article recently, and I'm talking like just earlier this week, where um apparently overseas I think it was China specifically, no, Japan. Um, Basically, it is the duty of society to care for the children. So it's like the children can go and do these tasks and everyone in society, everyone they pass is going to make sure that they get to where they're going safely. That's something we would never. No, and that's what you see on that episode seven, the little girl Miro She's two years old and she's having to deliver her apron, her dad's apron to him across, um, I guess, like that shopping center, that little shopping district. She has to walk down a main street and turn a couple of times to get there. But every single shop owner is outside cheering her on, helping her, getting her to where she needs to be. And even when she hesitates to cross the street because she knows she's not supposed to cross the street, there's even like the guy comes out of his shop and helps her cross the street and tells her, there you go. Your dad's right there. But everybody just stops what they're doing and they're, they're cheering them on. It's like a little parade for the kid. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure it doesn't happen for every single kid. I'm sure they're doing this because it's being filmed, but just knowing like after watching all the episodes that I've watched and seeing how the town's, take care of the kids, getting them to where they need to be. That's pretty amazing. Especially, like, we come from a small town. I can't imagine doing that in a small town. That's true. This show gives me anxiety, probably because I have small kids. Probably. Watching these kids do these things, and I'm like, Axel won't even go across the room to get his own iPad. He sits on the couch and will tell me, get my iPad, get my iPad. I'm like, dude, it's right there. Go get it. No, mommy do. If I sent him on a task like that, 
he'd probably like sit down, start whining until somebody else went and did it for him. <laughs> or I'd end up having to do it myself. At least he wouldn't go chasing a dog. He probably, no, Caleb would. Caleb, Caleb would, Caleb would catch the dog. He wouldn't it even would need the net. Me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's a it's... monster, man. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably try to eat the dog too. Yeah. It's just amazing to me how the communities step in to help with the kids. Because you don't see that often. It's it's now it's just stay away from my kid. Don't talk to them. Don't don't help me. I don't need your help. I I know what I'm doing as a parent. So I think that's I do not know what I'm doing as a parent. So if anybody would like to help me, (laughs) please. (laughs) Oh God! If you see Bea just defeated out there, just give her a shot of tequila and. When you see her at Target, please go give her unsolicited advice on how she needs to parent. She will absolutely love that. Be your best friend. <laughs> I will look at you like, why are you talking to me? You're a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> My mom said not to talk to strangers. Right. Yeah. No. So now let's talk. I've got questions. All right. I've got Married a lot more questions this is yours, than Alana. Yeah, you got questions. I got questions. I got questions. Okay. You want to talk about the questions first or you want to talk about what you watched first? Okay. Well, we watched episodes season nine, yeah. right? Season mm-hmm. nine, episodes seven, eight, and ten. Mm-hmm. So I came into this not knowing at all what was going on. <laughs> I know nothing about this show. Okay. Aside from the name. The very first episode of each season, is that the wedding episode? So the first episode is usually the matchmaking special. So the it'll show like all of the people that show up and want to get married at first sight. And they'll take you through like the interviews and um, the questions that they ask and how they kind of narrow it down. And um, the second episode is usually the experts telling the people that they've chosen them, that they found them a fiance and that they will get married at first sight. And then the third episode um, is usually, what is the third episode? I think the third episode. Bachelorette parties. Oh yeah, yeah, the bachelorette parties. Um, And then after that is when we get to the weddings. Okay, so around episode four is where the wedding happens, where they finally meet. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the altar. How did oh, so? There's matchmakers. How do they go about matching these people? They just like questionnaires. Do they sit with them for a, a week and figure out who these people are? It's like psych exams going on to make sure these people are not you completely know lost. I know that there is an initial questionnaire that they have to fill out, and they say that they do these deep like background checks and they match them you know, spiritually and and match them up with, you know, people who reflect what they need and people who can, who they can nourish each other and stuff. But honestly, I really don't even think they do that serious of a deep dive into these people because some of these seasons, I mean, we've had the cops called, um, <laughs> 
it gets oh, deep. Wow. I don't think they really match them based on much of anything. I think I honestly think they match them based on good TV. But um, to be honest, yes, there yeah. there is supposedly like this in depth questionnaire that everyone has to fill out, and then they spend time with the therapists and I'm sorry, with the experts. And they kind of like get a better feel of them that way. So who are these experts? Um, well, Dr. Cal, he's a pastor. Okay. Um, and on this season, I think they they had Dr. Pepper, who she is. What is she's Dr. a sex therapist? She's a sex therapist. I thought that was Dr. Viviana. Maybe. And maybe she's just a couples therapist. Yeah. She's a therapist of some sort. Yeah. So like throughout the show, they're definitely getting, you know, time with the experts and couples therapy and all type of stuff. But um, yeah, those experts, it's a pastor, sex therapist and couples therapist. So. Okay. Are these people legally married at their wedding? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. It is yes. a real marriage. All right. So they are legally married. Yes. Yep. At the wedding. That is I, yes. I thought maybe the wedding was for show and at the end they would get legally married. That's wow. When it when at the end they have to get divorced. divorced. Yeah. When they get divorced, they have to really go through the process of divorce. Ew. Yeah. Wow. It's serious. Okay. You can't just annul it. You have to actually divorce. Yeah. Have any of the couples in the previous seasons or the seasons after this, like, called it quits before, you know, after, like, one or two episodes? Yeah, that Absolutely. soon? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have any of them stayed married? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's get into the season then. <laughs> now that I know what's going on. Now that Stephanie is up to date. Um, so, season nine, Married at First Sight. So the couples that are on the season, you've got Beth and Jamie. Um, they are like ticking time bombs, honestly. They they get along, but it is probably the most one of the most tumultuous relationships I've ever seen on this show. They are like, you look like you want to say something. There, she was just nuts. She is, and he is equally as crazy. But like. I think he gets away with it because he knows how to remain calm. But yeah. a lot of he digs deep. He he like he Oh yeah. He cuts really he hits yeah. below the belt. What um, do you mean she's crazy? Do y'all not do the full moon cer ceremonies every time there's a full moon? That's not the kind of full moon ceremonies I do. I drink the water from the bowls outside left by the moon every night i don't know what you're talking about i i dance naked with my crystals outside in the backyard yeah yeah that's what i do i don't just sit around a coffee table and charge crystals that's not how you get the most out of them no no not at all <laughs> um and then we have keith and iris which they are my favorite couple yes one of my favorite couples um so iris I forget how old she is. I think she's 27 or something, but she's a virgin. So she goes into married at first sight as a virgin. And of course her husband, Keith, he never met her before. He didn't know that. 
Um, so at the wedding, they discover, he discovers that she's a virgin. And he's a very, he's a Taurus. He actually has my same birthday, <laughs> May 14th. So I love him. Um, but when he finds out that she's a virgin, he's very like, he's very gentle with her. He's very easy, very understanding. He's not, you know, after sex per se. So he's like, okay, she's a virgin. So we'll take our time, whatever she's comfortable with. Um, they honestly could be compatible, but they just have so many differences. Um, and then we have Greg and Deanna. I love them. They're my favorite. Uh, yeah, I like them too. They are amazing. Um, so Deanna's thing is she's very hesitant and she moves really slow with Greg because she's had a lot of situationships. She's never really been in a full-on relationship before, so she doesn't really know how to be vulnerable and she's scared to let her guard down. And Greg, he's a really good dude and he's yeah, very he's so sweet. He's very sweet. He's very understanding. And he just like takes his time. So then we have Matt and motherfucking Amber. Oh my God. I hate them both. Oh my God. <laughs> the crying. Oh. Yes. So when I first saw Matt, I I was so attracted to him. He's six nine. He's just so like I liked the tattoos. I liked the beard. I liked his chill vibe. I thought like, okay, this could be good. He's um, a good looking guy. He's yeah. a very good looking guy. And Amber, she's got abandonment issues. So like yeah. her mom um, left when she was at, her mom left when she was really young. Um, and I think the experts paired them together because they could basically help balance each other out. Matt is basically a rolling stone. He, you know, doesn't have a care in the world. He doesn't have anything to worry about. He doesn't have anybody's feelings to consider. And he played the role as if he was ready to settle down and ready to like be that rock for somebody. And Amber, of course, with her abandonment issues, she really wants to settle down and she needs somebody to bring that energy, that calming energy to her. Um, but it ended up being a disaster as we, as we I all. Couldn't, I think I couldn't stand her more than I couldn't stand him just because of all the crying. It's like, why are you crying over this person you've known for, what was it, week eight? Yeah. Week nine. You you don't know this person enough to say you're in love with them. Yeah. <laughs> and this is coming, like, Aaron and I have been married going on 20 years. Mm-hmm. We had been together around I don't know six months when we got engaged we hadn't been together a full year when we got married so I don't judge you you get married as fast as you can as fast as you want not as fast as you can you get married whenever like everyone's different there's people I know who've been married after two months of dating like whatever but you were matched up unnaturally you didn't pick each other Someone picked each other for you. And how, like, I don't, why are you saying I love him so much? I can't believe he's doing this to me. All yeah. I want to be is, it's, that's it. All you want is love, but you're not going to get it from him. This was not the, the way to get love. Like, I don't, okay. It was, and I feel bad for her because she had such high hopes and 
he just wasn't the one. Um, so I wrote down a couple of key points from each episode. So with Beth and Jamie, um, they had a major blowout. And this is where this whole season, I remember Caucasian sex being yes. the tagline. Yes. Like, it was my favorite line ever. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm just like, what does that even mean? Yeah, they were oh, arguing no. because ultimately, so Beth, um, she's, she works for her dad. I think her title is an account executive, but she works for her dad and her, she's a daddy's girl. Um, she basically doesn't have to work for anything. Her dad is putty in her hands. And so, um, Jamie really honestly doesn't respect it. He doesn't respect her job. Um, and he even went as far as to tell her that like, she's not working. She's just benefiting from nepotism. And so (laughs) he's not right. He's not wrong. (laughs) He's not wrong. And so of course they get into it and then they start fighting about how often they have sex and she puts him on blast. And the part that I don't understand is, you know, that you are being filmed. You know, that so many people are going to see this and you hit him below the belt by saying, we don't have good sex. We just have boring Caucasian sex. They didn't let that go all season. Like it was, Right before she said that, when the girls were all meeting together, uh-huh. she was bragging about how amazing it was. Yeah. 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 She basically she said it to hurt him. Yeah. She that was did the whole point. 1000%. Uh, she would, she would just spit out all this crazy stuff on her argument part yeah. and then act like, I don't know what you're talking about. I never said that. You know what it is, right? Crazy. It's the moon water. It's the it's moon true. water. It's she's not charging her crystals right. She, she didn't. She didn't. Oh my god. There there's it's called moonshine. That's what it is. It's moonshine, not moon water. Oh shoot. Um and then what happens with Keith and Iris during this episode, the biggest takeaway. Um, of course, Keith, uh, his grandmother is very important to him. And unfortunately she's dealing with cancer. And so um, on this episode, um, the family kind of gathers around and surrounds her because she doesn't have long to live. And so Iris was there for him. Um, And then later in the episode, they have their friends over. Cause I think in this episode, each couple had friends over. Um, And Iris got so defensive because Keith's friend went in the refrigerator and was drinking lemonade that was what bad <laughs> that part pissed me off so much because <laughs> you're having people over right if they go into your refrigerator who fucking cares i mean I just go buy some more she specified what she wanted for them i guess if i'm remembering correctly because it's been a while since i've seen this episode but she had set out everything that was for the party and in her mind what was in the refrigerator was, was nobody's business which i think mm-hmm. she she overreacted 1000% i mean it is a party people are going to go in your refrigerator so i definitely don't agree with how she reacted but it 
She's she was so butthurt about it, though. Like, she was like, they drank my lemonade. Exactly. Like, like, girl, go buy more. And you see how calm Keith was? He was just so, he handled it very well. Yeah. But that drove me nuts. I was like, it's a party. They go, you can just buy more. That's the whole point of having extra stuff is in, like, in the refrigerator is if you run out of stuff or people want something else. Exactly. 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 Um, not too much happened with Greg and Deanna on this episode, of course. Well, it was his birthday. They had friends over. Um, and Greg is, Deanna is trying to take things slow with him. And Greg, he's, he's ready to have sex. But he's, yeah. He he keeps making it known, um, but that's what was going on with them. But Matt and Amber, this episode, this is when, uh, towards the end of the episode, Matt disappears. He's gone all day. He doesn't call Amber, doesn't text her. She's texting him. He's ignoring her. And then we close out the episode with Amber crying, saying, Matt hasn't been home all day, blah, 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 blah. And she's crying. And it's just sad to see. <laughs> it's not the first time. Like that's Maybe that's the first time he's done it. and But then he keeps doing it. Yeah, he keeps yeah. doing it. He keeps doing it. Um, so that was episode seven. So episode eight. Um, honestly, the biggest takeaways here, of course, Beth and, and Jamie, they're still arguing. Beth locks herself in the room. Which was, I don't know, man. She is too much. She's too much. They have their uh, session with Dr. Pepper. And afterwards, when you think, okay, things are going to get a little better, it gets worse. Um, But for me, episode eight was mostly about Matt and Amber. Um, So, of course, episode seven closes out. Matt still hasn't come home. So in episode eight, Matt still hasn't come home. Um, and not only did he not come home, but he left his wedding ring also. So, of course, this should tell you he is not the one. For me, that would have been it. I probably would have been done much sooner than that because Matt did have a lot of red flags. But that was that should have been the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, she seems she's way too clingy. Yeah. She's trying to force something that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And it, it, at what point do you just say, like, I deserve better? Right. She should have said that, like, a couple of days after the altar. She you watched the whole season. She really should have. Um, and also, I know you didn't watch the whole season, but he doesn't have an actual place to live. <laughs> wow. Because he's been playing basketball overseas. Okay. Girl. So he's just couch. I know there was mention like he doesn't have family. Like he was kicked out or sent to boarding school or something when he was really young. So he doesn't have family. Probably a reason for that. I'm not sure. I know he was, he talks about his family and talks about how they're not close. And I think his parents got divorced at a young age. Um, But no, his family's not involved in this process at all. Um, so ultimately it just kind of seems to me like Matt was in this process for a place to stay. 
<laughs> Honestly. But then he doesn't even stay there. And then he doesn't even stay there. <laughs> um, so, yes, he didn't respond to any of her texts. And then when he finally comes home, she's, like, pouring out her heart to him, like, explaining how it hurt her. And he basically feels like it's not really that big of a deal. He was just with his friends and decided to stay over overnight with them because it was too late to come home. So, Stephanie, you look yeah. like you. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. It's a hell no. No. No, no, no. It is yeah, I just, I, it was, she was just. She was too much for me. Like, I get his attitude because he doesn't know her. Yeah. He doesn't know her. He doesn't know what she expects of him. I think if he knew her abandonment issues from the beginning, he probably wouldn't have agreed to it. But He probably would have been wanted to be matched up with somebody else so he could have somewhere to live. But it's just... get married, I would think that you would know that it's... Of course, every marriage is different, but like, I would think that he would know to at least bare minimum respond to her texts. Oh yeah, Definitely. he wasn't even doing that. Def- no, no, you need to respond. The courtesy of responding, just answer the phone. Let me know you're alive. Right. But no, it just it that was too much. I'm sorry, you don't know each other enough to. Stephanie doesn't understand this show. (laughs) (laughs) I've been married since I was 10. I I don't get the whole dating thing. I don't get these people crying over each other when they know each other for two weeks. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It just would never be able to handle love is blind. Probably not. I, I, I am too judgmental for these things. (laughs) Um, I do. I do say Iris and Keith. From what I saw, I liked them. And -hmm. when I saw their occupations, Mm -hmm. they have very similar occupations. So they have a similar mindset. And I like that for them. Like, I think that's, that's important. Very. I think that's very important. So I thought they were a good fit based off that. Like, I could see them working things out Mm -hmm. in the long run based off that. Um. I agree with that. I liked Deanna and Greg, their interactions. I felt like the episode where he was, they had to give each other compliments that I think they were playing the cards and she gave him just really, I don't know. The compliments she gave him were sincere. Mm -hmm. They were sincere and you could tell he, cause he keeps giving compliments and you can tell she doesn't, she's not a compliment person. And I get that because I'm not a compliment person. I get like awkward and like, hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like your shoes too. I don't, it just, I'm not that yeah. handing out compliments all the time. And when I get a compliment, I get awkward. So I, I kind of feel where she's coming from, but for her to be able to give him those 10 compliments and being sincere about them, I felt like they could work together. Like he could get her to be a little softer. Yeah. One thousand percent. And she also wants the fact that she knows she's self-aware and she knows that she's not really as vulnerable and as soft as she should be. Um, And she actually wants to work on it. So that's why they 
mesh together so well. Um, They're both mature. Very. Mm-hmm. Very. So mm-hmm. also in this episode, unfortunately, Keith's grandmother passed away. Um, Iris was there for him. Um, Greg and Deanna, they finally do it on his birthday. So he finally got some. Um, and then they have a game night assignment and Iris pissed me off. Um, she bombed. Yes. This is where she, I think the question was like for them to share something that happened to them in their childhood that like kind of changed them or something. Um, and I forget what Keith shared, but it was a vulnerable story, of course. And Iris basically shares a story of how she swallowed a nickel when she was a kid. Like, Keith shares, like, oh, well, you know, when I was a kid, I was, like, whenever this assignment comes up, because it usually comes up every season, like, each season, they have to do these little assignments to get to know each other better, to kind of, like, you know, um, show vulnerability. And it's usually something along the lines of when I was a kid, I was bullied and blah, blah, blah. And I had to learn to be confident and stuff like that. And Iris is like, when I was a kid, I swallowed a nickel and I was scared. And it's like, how the fuck is that vulnerability? <laughs> um, well, if you've ever had to poop out a coin, <laughs> then you would understand. I don't know. Just kidding. I've never had to. Sure. I've I've had stuff stuck up my nose, but that's an easy fix. But not your butt. Got it. Not my butt, no. Um, so then we jumped to episode 10, which is called Are You Committed? Um and in this episode, uh Greg basically, I think they were with the uh, experts. experts during this episode, and Greg basically says that he wishes that Deanna would open more about open up more about her emotions. And um, I think he was sitting with his friend and his friend was like, would it be a deal breaker if she doesn't open up more? And Greg said it would be a deal breaker for him, which is understandable because he's doing everything he needs to do. Um, and then Keith, after seeing how awkward Iris is he decided to try and make her be a little bit more comfortable and he had them play this dice game you know kind of like roll the dice um and of course Iris got weird when the dice landed on touch boobs and yeah she just refuses I mean I really like them together they are one of my favorite couples but she just refuses to let down her guard like she keeps saying she kept saying she was holding on to her virginity um until she got married and of course like now she's married she's very physically attracted to her husband he's a good guy they get along they mesh well but she just refuses to let her guard down and I feel for Keith honestly and he is so fine oh my god (laughs) gorgeous yeah he he's He's being so sweet with her mm-hmm. and he is being understanding. And then I get his part where he was saying now it's kind of freaking him out yeah. knowing that she's a virgin and it, it being his job as her husband to yeah. take her virginity. And that whole part was like, 
what what does he want her to do? <laughs> it's like yeah. there's there's only one way to fix it, and both of them need to play their parts. And right now, it seems like neither of them want that job. Yeah, and I definitely understand him because I think there was a part in the show when he was talking to the experts. And he was basically saying sexual maturity is something that I look for, which is very understandable. He's a grown-ass man. Um, and then in one of these episodes, I can't remember which one it was, but Iris found a pack of condoms in his luggage. And she freaked yeah. out. <laughs> I, I think that was that very first episode, because I remember seeing that at the very beginning. And she was freaking out because it was an empty box of condoms. Yeah. And she's like, what is he, a sex addict? Where did all these condoms go? And then he had to show her, I packed them for the trip. Right. Thinking he didn't know who he was marrying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else happened this episode? Um, oh, also this episode, this is when Iris buys edible body paint. Yeah. And they got a little, you know kissing and touching and you know it was still first base honestly um <laughs> but um back to amber it was more than what was happening before yeah it was more <laughs> than what's ever happened they held hands <laughs> <laughs> they did they did oh my goodness um so then matt disappears again and Amber breaks down again. And then he goes and has a session with um, Pastor Cal. Because in the previous episode, he sat down with um, Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper ripped him a new one. And you kind of like think, okay, Matt's finally getting it. He's finally understanding. But then in this episode, he disappears for, I think, two more nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and Doc, uh, Pastor Calvin calls him a terrible husband, which he really Duh. is. Um, so Stephanie, what did you think about these episodes that you watched of this show? I will say I, I do think I'll probably go finish watching the season. Okay. Because I'm curious as to who, I want you all to tell me who stays together. Cause I'm not going to wait that long. It's not a spoiler for me, but, okay. um, I, I feel like Iris and Keith stayed together. I feel like they have the same belief system that they would stay together and try to work on it. And they're not necessarily, they're more like a dating, a newly dating couple than a married couple. So I could see them staying for a little longer. I could see Greg and Deanna staying together. Uh Similar reasons. I feel like they're good for each other as far as the way they interact I felt like they were very kind to each other they were considerate of each other they had a lot of like real conversations mm-hmm. it wasn't just you know what'd you do today I bought broccoli at the store <laughs> or um you know let's go charge our moon crystals and then throw them at each other I don't know uh, um, <laughs> so that's what I'm assuming you- happened before you go on, let's go back because you predicted that Keith and Iris would stay together. Yes. And you want us to tell you, right? Yes. Well, uh, on the night of decision day, Iris chose because 
of course you didn't watch the finale, but each couple has to decide, each person has to decide, do you want to stay married or do you want to get a divorce? And so they each answer individually. Um, Iris gave her reasons, like gave her a summary of how she felt about the time being married to Keith and what she likes and what she feels would be their struggles. And Iris chose to stay married to Keith. And so then it's Keith's turn. And Keith says all these amazing things about Iris, how it has just been such a pleasure getting to know her and how amazing of a woman she is. But he chooses to divorce her. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so it was heartbreaking because Iris was God, she's just such a pure, innocent, bubbly she was so excited about decision day. And of course you see how good they get along and the way they interact. You would hope yeah. that they would stay married. And she was like, yes, I choose to stay married to you, Keith. And she's like smiling and all excited and stuff. And Keith said no. And um, he basically told her that he thinks that she's, you know, got some, growing up to do and um he thinks that she should kind of go off and like venture into her sex life because if he married her then I mean it's a risk because she's never had sex before so Mm -hmm. of course she would have sex with him and what if they're not sexually compatible what if like she decides that she wants to experiment like he basically wants her to go off and live her life And he just didn't want to have to be the one to take her virginity and go through all of that. So he basically wanted her to mature sexually. Yeah. So they ended. That speaks a lot to who he is as a person. It is. Yeah. There's a lot of men who would be just, yeah, let's do this. I want, you know, I get to be the person who marks this off the list and, you know, just, yeah. But that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. But you you all did hint to me that, that possibly two couples stay together. Did so we? now I'm super nervous. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you, it's not Amber and Matt. Yeah. Oh, I think I would rather Thanks. Amber and Matt be together than Jamie and Beth. Really? They are actually still married. Know. What? Till this day. Mm-hmm. But do they live in the same house or did she go back to her own house? <laughs> no, they're fully together, fully married, happy. Yeah. Um, and the final couple, Deanna and Greg, mm-hmm. they are still married. They have, they have a baby. Ooh, beautiful kids. Oh. Yes. So that's I like that. They're I, of- I like that for them because they were very they were the the lowest low key couple. Yeah. They were just they're on the show but they're not making a spectacle of themselves like Madden and Amber and Beth and Jamie and like I liked Iris and Keith. So, but I feel like the three episodes I watched focused more on the rest of them and not so much Greg and Deanna to the point where I couldn't remember their names. <laughs> I had to go back and I was like, okay, I'll remember that name. I remember these names now. Yeah. Um, I like them together. They seemed they seemed like an organic couple. 
like they would have met at work or at, I don't know, they would have met somewhere through friends and they would have worked, worked out. They would have dated. Yeah. So they, they felt like most of them felt like dating couples, not so much married couples. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Ugh. I can't believe that's just weird to me. Jamie and Beth. <laughs> They've like, um, you know, with Married at First Sight, they have a lot of stuff like they have an after show um, where the couples will talk about what's going on in the episodes. They have a reunion. They have all these different like spinoffs of um, Married at First Sight. And I think Jamie and Beth have like hosted a couple of these Married at First Sight specials. Um, so they are still, still going. They said yes on decision day and they are still together. It must've been that crystal water, the moon water. I don't know. It was, it was. It had to have been. That's, (laughs) mm, I don't know. I don't know if he's moonshine. Ah, you see? Oh, oh, he's cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. And I want to say she's pregnant now, or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But, um, yeah, still going strong. Well, I like that outcome for them. I'm glad they still stay together. I'm disappointed in the other ones that stay together and the ones that... I hope I hope Matt and Amber live on opposite ends of the country and never have to even look at each other ever again. Oh my God! Wait till you see the last episode, as well as the reunion. Um, Matt is—he is the definition of a fuckboy. Mm. He's the worst person that they've ever had on this show. He really wow. for sure. And then post the show, um, he, you know, normally when couples decide not to stay together, then they'll immediately get a divorce. Well, Matt drew it out. Like, he refused to sign the papers. And Amber was like, I don't understand why he won't sign the papers. I've moved on. He's moved on. He's been with every girl in Charlotte. Da-da-da-da-da. He wants nothing to do with me. And I don't understand why he hates me. And then so he comes out on the reunion and he's real passive aggressive and uh, like acting like nothing is a big deal. But then even after that, he still didn't sign the papers. So what a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. That's not okay. That is not. Okay. Where do the, are all these people in the same city? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, I was wondering, are they all in the same apartment building? Do they put them all together in that place? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's just, ugh. Yeah, so they'll have, like, a Married at First Sight. This was, I believe, Charlotte. And then they've got Married at First Sight. They've had Dallas. They've had Houston. So all of the uh, people the in the show, they, they live in those cities. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who goes on these shows? Like People that want to get married. <laughs> Hi. And people who want to or, be yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so if you were gonna go on a reality show, what would it be? Who's going first? 
I'll tell you right now. I would go on Big Brother or Amazing Race. But Big Brother, just so I can, like, have communication with only other adults. Since my life revolves around just being with kids all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think I would be really good at the competitions. Mm -hmm. Because I'm ultra competitive. And then Amazing Race, just so for the travel. Okay. So there is one on NBC that I like making it with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman and it's basically a crafting one so that's what I would do I think for me I would like to be a friend of the show on Real Housewives of Atlanta I could see that (laughs) why not Potomac though on the show I want to be like the person starting the shit (laughs) (laughs) just stir the pot yeah. I'm just going to say these things and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I have. I, I think you'd be good on Potomac too, though. Me too. <laughs> I really think I would. You could be a friend of with Giselle. I think Giselle needs somebody better than Robin. Oh, she's, she's the messiest and I like it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that big of a Giselle fan. I mean, I am. I have like a love hate relationship with Giselle. So. <laughs> so our last episode we started a game we played this or that another name for the game would be would you rather so i i've got with my little knowledge of reality shows okay i put together a would you rather okay okay all right so y'all ready to play yeah okay would you rather go on a dating show or a survival show? Dating. Dating. Survival. You said you can die. An amazing race, Faya. That's not a survival show. Wait, so what are we considering a survival show? Like Survivor. Like Survivor. Um <laughs> oh, there's I wouldn't go on that one. There's the one on um the one on Netflix alone. Naked and afraid. Naked oh, that afraid. no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't even want to watch that one. No, thank you. What would the mole be considered? That's a competition oh, I'm, I'm, show. I'm coming to that. I'm coming to that. Okay. Okay. So, or I've got a question similar to that. Okay. So, would you rather be on a housewife-style show that followed you with a camera at all times and you had absolutely no privacy, uh-huh. or a show where your identity was super secret and no one knew who you were, but they'd have to get make guesses? It's kind of like the mass Singer. Wait, so the first show, my identity, wait, what? The, the first so show would be, be like real world or housewives. Like you're constantly being filmed. You have absolutely no privacy. Okay. Or the complete opposite where your identity is super secret and no one no one knows who you are and they have to kind of guess to figure out who who you are. We're assuming at this point when we're on these shows we are famous. Okay. Housewives. I want to get messy. <laughs> I want to start some stuff. Oh, shit. Um, I think I would have to choose housewives. And I, w- I would do the 
super secret because I'm good at keeping secrets. So I would be super secret making people guess who I am. And also, I want to see what kind of clues they would give about me. Like, my family and friends would have to give out clues as to my identity. I want to know what they would say. Ah. Uh, so that's just me being nosy. Wow, that kind of makes me want to change my answer. All right. I got another one. Would you rather be on a competition show where you have to do a skill that you're not good at at all and win... Or a competition show where the, you're doing a skill that you're great at and lose. I want to win, so I would choose yeah. one that I'm not good at. Same. I like yeah. to win. I don't Me like too. the idea of losing. Yeah, and I don't want people to know, like, something that I think I'm good at that I'm yeah. not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so... Stick me on nailed it. I'll be great at that. I can't bake, but I'll try. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Would you rather be on a show where you have to reveal your biggest secret or be on a show like The Mole where you have to keep a big secret to win? Keep the secret. Keep the secret. Keep the secret. Yeah. I mean, I hid, I hid a body from my sister, so... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I I, I hid my pregnancy from everybody. Yeah. I, I didn't say a word. I kept that secret for two weeks after Caleb was born. I didn't say a word to any of our cousins that we talked to every single day through text message. I didn't say a word. Oh, that's yeah. what you meant by body. I was still kind of confused over it's here. A body. Okay. <laughs> I did not murder anybody. <laughs> I had a child. We've got two more. Would you rather be on a show where you have to swap spouses or be on a show where you have to be with your spouse 24 hours a day for three months? Like you can't leave their side. You go to the bathroom. They're with you. 24 hours a day for three months. Yes. Absolutely. That's okay. You 24 hours a day. Yeah. Same. Uh, there's so much that I could do to annoy Aaron. If I had 24 hours in a day with him all day long, I could really get on his nerves. You know, but the Taurus in me would never allow somebody else. Like the thought of swapping, like no. Yeah, well, I'm I'm talking about like wife swap, where you have to go live and put your theory, your your, you know, the way yeah. you live on the other family. Because wasn't there, um, wasn't there a case where, like, they swapped and, like, there was a fling or something that happened? Oh, no, no. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm too, I'm too, like, no. What's mine is mine. Exactly. I feel like that happened. I feel like I remember during the whole wife swap era. I feel like Mm. I remember that happened. Maybe that's why the show's not on anymore. No, the show's not on because there was a murder. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. One of the kids, like, killed the rest of the family or something like that. Wow. I'll tell you what I'm going to Google tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got one last question. Which competition would you rather be a judge for? Would you rather be a judge on a baking competition 
or a talent show judge. So like either baking. baking. Just for the <laughs> fact you get to taste everything. Yes. Is this even a question, really? <laughs> I don't want to hear you sing. <laughs> oh, no. That can... now. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, all that's, that's my cookies. game. <laughs> you said what? That was my game. There it is. Oh, that was fun. I was trying to come up with other other questions, but I don't know reality TV enough to throw them out there. So you did a, a really amazing job for not knowing reality TV. <laughs> I know parts of reality TV that I hear on, you know, on extra and on the radio. I know those things. That's and what I see on Instagram and TikTok. That's what I know. Gotcha. That's all you need. I kind of want to be on Trader now, now that you mentioned the whole keeping a secret thing. What's that? On Traders. What is that? It's on Peacock. It's really good. Like, they, like, kill the people off, but not really kill them, you know? They, like, you get killed and you're off the show. It's like a murder mystery? You have to figure out who? Kind of. They have to figure out who the traders are in the group, because you're all working to, like, get like win money and if you get all the traders out and y'all are all faithfuls at the end then you that's get the mole. well it's also it's called traders because that's what the show is called and it takes place in scotland okay. with the guy with the scottish accent did you know a girl from bishop was on the mole on the original mole the one from like years ago no i don't remember her name she went to school with Erin, I think she's my age because I remember her from from um, A&M Kingsville. She was on the mole, and I don't think she won, but I know she was on she was on one of the seasons, like maybe even the very first season. Okay. I don't remember her name, but I know she was like on the uh, Tamuk television station. Um, She's like a reporter for that. I think she was like a journalism major or something. Eva Longoria? No, no. She's, I'm not that old. <laughs> she's, um, she's around my age. She's either a year or two older or younger. She's like right around my age. I want to say maybe her name was Victoria. Hmm. Yeah. I'll ask Erin later. We'll figure it out. But Report back to the group. Yeah, we watched that season because she was on there. Just like that hometown connection. Yeah, got to support. Even though didn't really know her. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. All right, so you ready to wrap it up? I think so. Alana, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hopefully you'll come back thank for you. some more. Absolutely. This was fun. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> Next time I'll have better questions or, or more questions for the... For the game. Maybe change up the game. I don't know. The game was fun. What are you doing? Find a new game. <laughs> Find it. <laughs> I'm just going to make up stuff. I'm just going to ask you all random questions that make absolutely no sense and yeah. pretend like I know what I'm talking about. That's Isn't that what you did today? TV is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I play this every day. I know all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, this was definitely very fun. Um, I appreciate y'all having me on here. I'm about to go watch the next couple of episodes to see 
what happened and who who said what at their decision day. Text the group chat your thoughts. I will. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious as to know what you feel. I got to go figure out what's going on with the kiddos. One's been knocking on the door because I locked him out. Oh. Oh. All so right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for listening again. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. We missed out a pop culture podcast. On Instagram, we missed out the pod. And on TikTok, we missed out the pod. Email us at we missed out the pod at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, Google, and Audible. All right. Until next time, don't miss out on We Missed we Out. We Missed Out. Bye. Bye.